it's still very weird and very taboo in india to talk about all of this i just want to know that how and when did you get to know that you are you know you are going to be known by a certain sexuality what age did you find out what problems did you face uh well i don't think it's necessarily weird it's just that um straight people get very uncomfortable when they see uh queer people talk about themselves which is that is weird that discomfort is weird according to me and uh, yeah i kind of always knew like ever since i was really really young i did not necessarily first we first we tend to see people generally first uh, discover their gender identity because gender is so social and so ingrained in us so i first um, kind of always experimented with my gender expression and with my hair with my outfits with my like i started doing makeup very young i was 12 years old so i started with my makeup i did not really adhere to the very feminine quote and quote sense of style and so i started very young i started with my gender expression that turned into my heteronormative environment being very uncomfortable by that as i mentioned and then i kind of realized that i'm also not heterosexual <laughs> i'm not uh, necessarily interested in men i used to identify as a bisexual person but ever since i've come out as non binary and i've kind of explored more i realized that i'm more comfortable with being identified as queer and not non binary uh, non bisexual so all right this couple okay do you face any problems oh yeah when you first found out way too many of them okay <laughs> i have so much like uh, trauma from that no i don't i use it now i joke about it because i can joke about oh. it but back then i was yeah. really young it was very un- it was very uh, traumatizing for me because my school and my family uh, yeah my school my family my family didn't know they're like why is this daughter of ours because they saw me as their daughter so why is our daughter exploring like why is she wearing men's clothes and why is she dressing like this why is she getting a haircut so that kind of stuff was there and my school i was in a very my school and my church i was in a very religious institution they did not appreciate the fact that i was um, you know not straight they did not appreciate the fact that i was not interested in being a baby maker for a man <laughs> <laughs> that there was they quote called me they told me once that i should be Uh, a man's wife and a mother before yeah, anything yeah. so they did not like the fact that i did not want to be a wife and a mother to a man and uh, i was put through conversion therapy for four, for three years i think and when i was oh like God, 13 okay. i started when i was 13 and till 16 and then i left that place because i was so done with it and mm-hmm. at first i thought that it will help me quote unquote help me become straight and i would actively try to hide my sexuality and my gender but then i think i stopped caring at one point and i just left that place <laughs> yeah i and, mean obviously how long can you go on with something like that yeah because initially it's like you're a child so the adults you think know everything which now as an adult i know nobody knows anything but yeah, as a child exactly. i thought that everybody knows it and i was following their orders i thought maybe i will become straight and quote and quote normal but look how that turned out <laughs> did not work at all so yeah Alright, that was quite a journey you went through. And Zina, what about you? When did you find out? Um, for me, it was like uh, kinda. I always knew. Um, I would say through my middle school, 
I knew I was attracted to girls, to be very precise, because seeing girls attracted to boys was very common, but me being attracted to girls, like, I knew it was happening, but at the same time, I wasn't, you know, ready to accept myself as a whole. So maybe that was what took time. But I do remember this one funny incident. It's now funny. That time, it was a bit embarrassing for me. Um, when I was in my middle school, I was in sixth or seventh grade, as far as I remember. And there was this one girl I had a very huge crush on. Like, I used to, you know, look at her, how she used to, you know, flip through the pages, how she used to, you know, observe things. I used to look at her. But what she did, um, she went to my class and chat and she complained about it, that this girl is creeping me out, although I had no intentions to do so. I was literally just crushing on her. And uh, after the end of the day at school, my class in charge called me up. She was like, why are you staring at girls? Um, I, I didn't have an answer to that because I didn't know why, why would a person just come up to me because I had no intentions to do so. So that part was a bit weird. That, that is why I guess, uh, you know, first of all, I didn't know much about the community as a whole, to be very precise. We, I wasn't educated about it well. If, whether it be school or family or anything. See, movies, we all know it very well, how it's been for the community. So I didn't have much idea. And when I came to my high school, nothing like that. And I, I think, see, it was like ups and downs in the way that I wasn't ready to my, accept myself. I wasn't ready for what I am feeling is uh, right or wrong. And despite the fact that I knew I was feeling it, right? So um, I guess it was around 11th or 12th, like I was like, yeah, I'm sure whatever I'm feeling is valid. I need to have a proper research about it. I went online, I looked through the terms. I wanted to see where I fit in right. I still sometimes feel I'm not at the right, uh, you know, uh, place. Maybe I need to discover myself more, but that, that's just a part of it. And uh, I remember uh, trying to put off small hints because uh, I was closeted for quite a while. And it was after my 12th that I started putting off hints at my house. It started with me putting a rainbow cover of my phone, but unfortunately no one noticed. And uh, it was this one very day I was like, fuck it, I don't care, let's see what will happen. And uh, it turned out to be a little ugly because uh, in my college, like I was far away from so I was like, okay, let's accept it here. Because, you know, daily people might be broad-minded. And uh, I, I was living in Haryana for like the past eight years. So I was like, you know, it's going to be great. Let's see how it goes. But people turned out to be, you know, judgy and uh, weird around me. So I was like, okay, that's also part of it. But uh, then then it came to my family. Like, uh, they're off. <laughs> they obviously didn't take it well, but and at one time I used to blame them for it. I was like, dude, why don't you understand? This is just me. Why can't you accept it? But then after a while, I was like, okay, they, they were programmed to feel that way. I can't that I have stopped blaming them. But at the same time, they, they are like, okay, uh, they, they are also still in the journey of learning it. So it's been up and down, but now, yeah, even I am exploring much more. <laughs> that's about it yeah that's actually nice i mean i feel pity to be a part of the society you know where even homosexuality all of this children are made to mm. feel like they're normal you know that they if they feel yeah. a certain way or their sexualities are certain way they're away from the normal 
you know and your yeah, friend of mine I, she was actually sent to uh, a mental hospital because their parents oh thought that she had lost her mind yeah i so uh, i remember difficult. joining i remember joining one of these programs it was uh, by a person in the community and they wanted us to be you know vocal about it and like they they wanted it, it was comfortable with us obviously to talk about these things uh, you know mm-hmm. gradually with our parents and this one fine day I'm like yes i do it i had my own aspirations i'm like yes i can do it and i had this whole as ppt prepared with everything i i had, uh, you know my level knew about the uh, community and i put it out there they were just staring at me <laughs> they were like yeah we know what it is obviously but they said this one thing that kind of hurted me a bit yaar dusro ke bacche ho to theek hai hum kya kar sakte but apne pe takes time we can't accept it but then it was like you know uh, uh, you know i was rebellious i was quite rebellious to my teens i was like nahi karna to kyun nahi karna <laughs> but if <laughs> after a while i you know stop blaming them because i was like yaar maybe unke parents ne jaise unka sikhaya they are just showing you know they're just putting that out i can't really change yeah. a 50 year old person i can't just randomly go and change their thoughts but they have been saying it for a while it takes some time maybe that's where i was like okay it's fine it's fine one day maybe i still hope for that but i'm like okay one day maybe. i'll get to that <laughs> yeah one day india will be a place where you know it's still normal hopefully yeah hopefully hopefully yeah yeah you know the most hurtful i not hurtful i think in my opinion it's beautiful but otherwise it's hurtful thing is when mm. i am talking to kids because in my head i have like a lot of queer friends most of my friends are from the community only so in my head it's like mm-hmm. yeah okay gay people cool plus i don't give mm-hmm. a shit i'm very open minded and stuff so for me it's very normal but when i'm talking to kids they look at me and they're like oh my oh my god you have short hair how do you do makeup oh. does it not look weird it's like oh <laughs> and then i tell them oh you know even if you have short if it's a boy i'm like even if you have short hair you can do your makeup you can put like nail paint and stuff and the look mm. on their face they like what aise bhi hota hai that's very beautiful for me because it's like unko bataye nahi hai great feeling ha unko batao and then their brains just mm. explode in front of you they like aise bhi hota hai kar sakte hain and then i go <laughs> for them show them like pictures of harry styles and stuff and they like hai isne dress oh. pehni hai <laughs> like, you can do this that. is adorable this that's is adorable yeah Okay so moving on to the next question so like Ishita has already talked about conversion therapy but all of us we don't know exactly what happens right i mean i've heard about conversion therapy i know a little bit about it but not as much as a person who suffered through it would know so i would like you to tell our viewers what is conversion therapy and how did you you know how did you first feel when you went into it and how did you feel after you came out of it there is not one kind of conversion therapy uh, therapy unfortunately because uh, the world likes to i can i curse by the way can i like have a bit of a yeah not, a little bit i guess a little fine. bit might work okay. yeah so the world likes to fuck us over a lot <laughs> which is why there are multiple kinds of conversion therapy and it's not just like religious i went through religious conversion therapy where they just 
make you sit and for bibles i went through christian conversion therapy so they make you sit for hours oh with bible sessions and they tell you man and woman are supposed to be married and you're supposed to be someone's wife and you're supposed to have two children and i'm like no thanks bro mujhe nahi karna hai but they make you do that for like years and then you have other gay kids also who just you can see like i that's what happened with me the first day i went in there was i just sat in the back and i was like kya ho raha and i was so annoyed and there was one kid sitting next to me listen are you a lesbian <laughs> very slowly <laughs> oh that kid asked me and i was like yeah what about you yeah even i think i am but i'm just here because my mom wanted me to be i don't really give a shit <laughs> i was like great cool same and like that person and i we went through that for like 3 years we were together and we would just sit and be like kya padha rahe hain ye kya bakwas kar rahe hain what the hell is happening and we just like share pictures of sushmita sen and someone be like you're so pretty so that's what we did i didn't really pay much attention into it because i knew i wasn't doing the wrong thing necessarily okay. so they would tell me stuff ki leviticus this this says that a uh, man shall not lay with a man as with a woman and i was like and i said this i was in what ninth grade and i said this ki okay if man shall not lay with a man as with a woman can i just lay with a woman <laughs> yeah. i said this to wow. a priest and the wow. priest just like stared at me and was like huh <laughs> and he sent me home he's like kya bol diya Huh, he's like you need okay. to go and be with the lord and i was like no thanks i'd rather go and play games but thanks i'll go home so that's what happened with me i again always had a very rebellious attitude so i didn't didn't pay attention to their stuff but as i grew older i realized how traumatizing it was because i did try to adhere to the binary and adhere to heteronormativity and other types of conversion therapy actually are much worse mm-hmm. people are put in mental institutions they are made to like have shock therapy and trigger warning i'll be mentioning sexual assault so people are actually families oh, conversion rape on their own kids to make them straight it oh happened oh my god yeah it happened with a i will not take anybody's name because i don't have their consent there is a friend of mine they identify mm-hmm. as gender fluid and queer they went through okay. uh, their sex assigned at birth is male so someone from some female from their family actually conducted conversion rape on them to quote unquote turn them straight and uh, they've it's been what 6 7 years and they're still dealing with the repercussions of that and this is a very scarily common thing people are, he was put through they were put through conversion uh, shock therapy and they were put on mm-hmm. antipsychotic drugs because mental health practitioners in india actually still do it and uh, i actually went to a therapist for like my general issues which i have a lot of unfortunately <laughs> but i went to a therapist uh-huh. and he was homophobic and he was just like do you think you should first work upon your sexuality and i was like oh god i was like excuse me <laughs> i should work on my what and he's like yeah you think you should uh, work on what you like and i was like no bro girls are amazing i'm fine with where i am thank you so much and i never <laughs> went for another session again so it's unfortunately a very common thing plus it's normalized by godmen and stuff baba ramdev was wonderfully quoted saying that yoga can cure homosexuality uh, yeah. sure okay go off i guess and yeah it's very common all these fancy godmen i won't take anybody's name because i don't want to get sued but all of them kind of secretly do practice conversion therapy in their kya kehte hain whatever they are called their place shiver whatever yeah uh, that in the ashrams <laughs> ashrams right yeah it's a shame to hear i mean even the education you just told me ki, so, the therapist hai, usne bhi aise so I'm, I'm actually shocked 
that somebody yeah. of that stature somebody who's that educated if you're doing something like that what do you expect the normal people to be like actually to make it like 10 times worse educated families do it more than um people in uh, villages and people who are not educated because people who are not educated they're like ha theek hai abhi to aisa inko feeling ho rahi hai baad mein shaadi kar lenge normal unka ye chalta hai people in educated families are like oh no our status our symbol and if karan marries a boy what will i do in my family functions they actually do this shit more i've seen more of queer kids from really affluent affluent families and really rich families come to me and because we do i work with people we do fundraisers and we help abu- kids leave abusive households so i've seen more uh-huh. rich kids come and be like i can't live in my house please help me escape and we help them get out of their family homes after they turn 18 of course but this actually is more prevalent in um, cities like delhi and bombay which are supposed to be quote unquote metropolitan oh. yeah i'm so shocked to my very core first the conversion therapy and then all of this but okay let's moving on to the next question what does it mean to be gender expansive or non binary and how is that different from identifying as a transgender is there, is there no other non binary person is this me uh no that's uh, zina she no. i guess she okay. i identify as a woman <laughs> yeah her pronoun is she her i mean okay so non binary and transgender are actually two different things which people don't okay. uh, realize yeah because yeah. me i'm only talking about my experience i'm not going to talk about the whole community so mm-hmm. i as a non binary person i don't identify as either of the two i don't identify as a man or a woman because i don't okay. feel comfortable in that it's a completely it's basically being genderless i don't have a gender that's my definition of non binary okay. but again there are people who consider non binary to be a third gender in itself so okay. they identify as a uh, trans non binary or if they want to uh, it's like an umbrella term used but transgender means transitioning from one gender to another be it social transition or just mental transition or proper biological not proper sorry that's wrong term just biological transition so um, yeah that's okay. the difference basic difference between the two Okay, thank you for the information. I really did not know about that. Okay, next is what's the difference between sexual orientation, gender identity, and gender expression? So these are common questions by our viewers that they would like to know about. Any one of you can answer. Okay, um, should I go for it? Yeah, yeah, sure, definitely. Okay, so um, see, I may be wrong at some point, so I hope I don't offend anyone. But I'll just put it out in a very basic way. Um, sex basically refers to the physical attributes. Uh, what they are assigned at birth, basically, uh, basically, such as those external sexual mm-hmm. organs and sex chromosomes, and internal reproductive surface structure. That is just biological sex. Whereas gender identity is what an individually deeply feels of like being male, female, or any other gender, and that is completely separate from biological sex. And uh, gender expression, uh, if I come to that, that can be defined as the way we show our gender to the world around us, how we, uh, whether it be through the, you know, uh, how how we are basically express ourselves. and uh, because okay. if you know boys and girls are supposed to you know um girls are supposed to like the color pink boys are supposed to like the color blue it 
that somehow explains it and sexual mm-hmm. orientation is about our uh, emotional or physical or rom- romantic attractions to others like uh, so gender identity and sexual orientation is internally you know health knowledge and in multiple studies it is you know reported about it it's it's a very you know um, detailed concept but this is the most basic way i could put it out i hope uh, it was fine by what i mean yeah so I basically got it, uh, hmm. so basically yeah. gender is a spectrum and uh, uh, sex is just what biologically we are if i'm not wrong mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah sex what is what you're assigned at birth yeah sex is yeah. what we're assigned at birth okay. and that is also not binary by the way people tend to assume that sex is binary sex mm-hmm. is also not binary and um, gender is a social i say gender is a social construct because according according to me but i think a lot of studies also back that gender is a social construct and it uh, is how you see yourself like as a child when you're growing up you see your father is shaving his beard your mother is wearing a sari i'm just giving a stereotypical example your mother is wearing a sari and it is how you see yourself and who you who you kind of relate to who you want to be like and gender expression is completely different from the two because a lot of people don't know this but cis gender people can also be like non binary in their gender expression it's they can wear androgynous clothing they can cis gender women can have short hair that's it doesn't make you non binary it you can express yourself as a gender fluid person but you can still identify as cis gender your gender can still be a woman and that i think people mess up a lot because i used to think that i identify as a woman but i my expression is uh, androgynous but that turned out to be false later on but uh, yeah okay, so so i was saying that now i'm going to hand over to nandini she's just 16 years old and she's very curious about asking certain questions to you and that is very impressive to me because i don't see a lot of teenagers being that interested in this topic particularly okay so handing over to nandini as we were talking about these uh, you know uh, things ki saadi uh, is worn by our mom and all these things so the question is why uh, is society associating gender with sex and why is it not it's not being it's not about individuality why people are grouping people you know would you like to take this or should i do that is it a direct discussion okay so um individual as okay i will give you a very complicated answer because i that's my way to describe mm-hmm. it um okay. so the power structure the power structures that we have in society they are mostly threatened by individuality most of the time so if you even if you see in representation in bollywood mm-hmm. you see how gay men are um, are portrayed like rishi kapoor from student of the year 2 dostana all the dharma mm-hmm. shows that we have how they portray gay men because queerness is inherently about being individualistic it's about staying away from the norm so that's across the globe not just in india uh, that individuality threatens the very power structures that society runs on and that's why it is easier to kind of divide men and women like two division kar diye one can be used to oppress the another one can be used to overpower the other kar sakte hain beech mein the people who exist who don't want to adhere to the binary who have a different binary of theirs who don't want to identify 
with the structure that tries to oppress them. That is why they are demonized. Most of the time, if you see the very kind of, what uh, do Orthodox structures, like mm-hmm. mostly I'm talking about religious orthodox structures because that's where my trauma comes from. They will demonize gay people. They won't say, ki, oh, don't be gay because we are allowed. Nahi hai. They will say, oh my God, gay people will become pakoras in the depths of hell and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. They do demonization karte because if not, then once you start questioning, that's what happened with me. Once you start questioning something, so quote unquote normalized like a gender. Gender, I've man or woman, hota hai, trans. Mm-hmm. Hota hai. That's all. Once you start questioning that, okay, what if I am not a woman? What if I, okay, I'm not a woman, then I'm not trans. Then what am I? What if I identify as? Once you start questioning that, you will start questioning everything else also. You will say, okay, um, I'm not allowed to, I don't know. Give, for example, if I have a religion and made a religion, mein, toilet paper use not allowed. Nahi. I'm just giving an example because I don't mm-hmm. want to offend anyone. Okay. If that is not allowed, I'll be like, but why? Why is it not allowed? Right. Who is in power? Why am I supposed to worship this? Who are you to be between me and my God? You will start questioning other things as well. So historically, queer oppression has been a, a tool to oppress um, individuality and to maintain these power structures. I'm sorry, okay. wasn't that too complicated? <laughs> no. Okay, that's good. Okay. I have uh, another question. Uh, it, it's like, it's why people are unable to accept transgenders and why are they why are they seen as uh, unnatural or abnormal and different? I don't understand. And what's the ideology behind this? Stereotypes. I feel if that explains much. I mean, uh, see, I'll be blatantly honest. Hmm. Um, I have no idea what they be through. You know what they go through on a personal level. Hmm. And the thing is, the way they have been portrayed to a society is not their fault. It's not how things should have ever been. It's because they are, haven't been given pro, uh, equal opportunities to be very precise. There are many, many, right. uh, many, many places when they have where they have been discriminated to a whole another level. And still, I'll be very honest. See, I, I at, as a uh, my mom just said uh, said this one thing to me that she was very scared of those people. And I, I just kept wondering why. I mean, they, there is nothing different with them. They are human beings. I, I really never got the concept. And maybe that mm-hmm. was what she wanted to impose on me as well. Thanks to the internet, definitely I learned a lot. And I understood that it's not how they, they are being portrayed. They are very different. If given equal right. opportunities, they could have been at a whole as another level. I guess Ishita can explain this a bit better. Please, Ishita. Yeah, stereotypes are true, but um, okay, so the West, the Western country, I'm not going to idealize Bharat and whatever that generally people do, but the West okay. was a very binary society. So man and woman, ka zyada, it was like a very proper distinct binary. And in a lot of places, trans people weren't given the same amount of respect as uh, like a cisgender person was. In India, on the other hand, I'm talking about pre-colonial, I'm talking about historical India. In historical India, for example, if you take up uh, Hindu mythology, there were blatantly like trans characters, proper trans uh, characters in Hindu mythology. If you see, Mm -hmm. if in terms of fashion, if you see uh, fashion, but even in terms of um, 
expression then if you see the gods and goddesses of hindu mythology they dress alike it's not very different us ha wo beautify kar diya gaya hai like woman has to have a thin waist and whatever but if you see the pehle ke right. structures and sculptures they look very alike they dress very alike so itni binary nahi thi colonialism happens uh british invade like most of the world they take up they colonize most of the world they impose their ideas of gender of sexuality section 377 did not exist in india uh india did not mm-hmm. have uh, did actually trans people were uh, seen as a i think a source of god they were seen as a source of god they're still in some places seen as yeah. the pathway to god and mm-hmm, they were right. heavily respected but then the british came in they imposed their ideas and they made it you no know, trans people are different trans people are this and that and man sex is supposed to be between a man and a woman because that was their religious and mm. uh, social ideology that happens and then from there that because law was like that because you were punished for being trans you were punished for being right. a homosexual person so law ne aisa kar diya and that went on from theek hai ye galat hai to oh no this is against our culture this is against our history because usse pehle ka culture history aapko padhaya hai nahi because what you studied was the british culture and history and what the british wanted you to study like in schools and stuff on these the fancy schools at the time you studied only what the british thought was appropriate and of course they did not have india's uh, homosexual india square history even now people don't know about india's square history then uske baad when things like the stonewall riots and the uh, marsha p johnson people like that emerged movements like that emerged then the rest of the world realized that oh no that's not okay <laughs> people treating people like this mm-hmm. and for them to have whole movements and riots and when you start doing that then people realize that no trans people are brave trans people are normal of course and uske baad se of course it takes time to change things forward of course it takes time and culture is impacted by media and now media portrays us and of course media will not take a chance by showing a transgender character in mainstream cinema unless it's to dehumanize us so that uh, further the stereotypes and the mistreatment of trans people the misrepresentation happened and now i think i the one of the first few trans people m- most most cisgender people in india still think that the only job for a trans person is to uh, like you know perform at weddings which is mm. bullshit there are such amazing yeah. trans people uh, who are in mainstream jobs and who are doctors and engineers up opportunity though they will be your core and core definition of normal professionally so i think that i i'm sorry i speak a lot <laughs> but yeah that's what it is okay uh, so these days i'm seeing a lot of instagram posts and they are saying that not all menstruators are women and people are taking it as a joke when it's seriously not a joke so can you guys please educate us on this topic may i take this because i am a menstruator who's not a woman <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yes, please, please, please Ishita. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So I think a lot. Again, it's a it's a very historical concept. He, a woman's identity is only restricted to her reproductive organs and her womb. A lot of yeah, get them. Value is placed on her womb, and he yeah. Um, woman's job is to become again. Woman's job is to have babies and be married and blah blah blah. Be a mother. Motherhood is also very gendered. That <laughs> only a woman can be a mother. that's not true a lot of women cannot do not menstruate because they are trans women or they just don't because it's a biological thing some don't some don't menstruate 
who have biological uh, issues. Uh, on the other mm-hmm. side, a lot of menstruators like myself, uh, we have our periods. We do that, but we don't identify as a woman. That does not strip away. That does not make me less of a non-binary person. The fact that I get my period, and uh, a trans woman does not become less of a woman because she does not have a period. So there's a lot of value placed on it, and there's a lot of taxi for the same reason. There's a lot of taxation has been placed on um, period products because uh, it's seen as a quote-unquote luxury by the government. Which I am sorry, periods are not a luxury. <laughs> I would. Right. I would do anything to not get my periods, but okay, go off. Mm. I guess that's luxury. So yeah, that's why it's said that all, not all menstruators are women, and not everyone, uh, and not every woman menstruates, because uh, placing a lot of value in someone's reproductive organs, in someone's womb, in someone's um, <laughs> menstruation cycle, it takes away from their identity, and it just makes you a baby-making machine. Does the woman not have value if she cannot have a child? Is that her only job? That's why, and that's why it's said that not every menstruator is a woman, and not everyone who. Wait, I'm getting confused. Not every menstruator is a woman, and not every woman menstruates. Yeah. Okay. So, that's it. I I don't have any more questions. Okay. Thank you, Nandini. Thank you, Shuta. And now we have uh, Alok Singh. He and he is also here to have a conversation. So, handing over to Alok. Hi. Uh, my question is uh, actually not. It's it's a very personal thing. There's no uh, deeper ideology or uh, profound thing behind it. Uh, so, uh, because of a turn of uh, events or whatever, uh, in the last five years, uh, four years, I have spent. Uh, uh, I mean, let me just tell something about. I, I identify myself as a man. As man. As as manly as a man can get, right? But in, so in the last uh, four years out of the last five years, I have uh, spent my time cooking, washing, uh, taking care of my family. Uh, I mean, I've been a housewife in uh, for two years uh, with my uh, ex-partner and <laughs> houseman man or whatever, and uh, uh, a nurse, uh, cook, or everything for my parents for the last two years, and uh, I am pretty comfortable doing that. But what happens is, uh, like I was hearing you guys uh, talk, and uh, somehow I, I think I, I get treated like a queer guy. So what I'm trying to understand is, where am I? Am I? Am I? Am I? Uh, that's how I'm looked at. Right. And so where, where am I standing in this? I mean, am I? Am I? Am I Am I seen as a queer queer guy? Am I seen as a straight guy? Am I seen, seen as a weirdo? What is it? So what do you identify uh, as a cisgender man, as a man, right? As a straight man? Yeah. Then you're a straight man. Simple. It doesn't matter what no, society no. sees you as. Uh, because, because it sort of uh, uh, completely uh, changes my social relationships. I'm uh, The relationships I was used to having five years earlier uh, those people don't interact with me the same way they do did earlier. Yeah. Well, um, hey, Dad. Sorry. No, I was gonna ask something. Go, go, Anishita. Um. Well, I'm sorry. I will be a little bit uh, rude here, but if Please, someone yes. is seeing you differently because you're taking care of your family and if you're because you're cooking for them because you're caring for them, 
that sounds like a them problem because someone caring for their family is a beautiful thing having a family itself is a beautiful thing and caring exactly. for them does not make you less of uh, a thing so sorry but like uh, yeah the person who had the uh, most problem with it was my ex wife <laughs> <laughs> well um, i <laughs> go on <Dima. laughs> I this one question like uh, so apparently you doing basic things like cooking taking care of family washing utensils uh, that was obviously because i didn't have a job at the time sorry yeah no that that's okay but uh, was that considered something real uh, being you related to queer identity that that's what she said or what she felt is it true? No, so, so uh, how it started was uh, she start, uh, she was like uh, are you comfortable doing this i said yeah i'm very comfortable doing this and that sort of set her off kick mm-hmm. how can you be comfortable doing this that's, i mean that's such uh, ingrained patriarchy and misogyny in your exactly. ex wife exactly that's what yeah, yeah. because she says sees the very But, distinct uh, binary sorry, and, uh, uh, yeah. uh, no I'm, i'm sorry i'm not uh, i'm not trying to put blame on anybody i'm just yeah, trying to ask um, the question i was trying to ask is uh, see we uh, i mean i can uh, maybe i'm not that ingrained into the queer culture yet but uh, i can identify myself as whatever but that is and will be conditioned by how other people see me so i'm trying to understand are um, other people seeing me as queer or are they seeing me as a straight weird guy see it's not definitely it's not weird doing things uh, that are very basic see just yeah. imagine alok if you were living alone theek hai won't you be cleaning your house won't you exactly. be cooking for yourself so, so, right so i am expected so to keep a house help through those no, things see, that is what people are expecting see how can you relate what you are feeling as a whole with what other people have to say about you people uh, you know have this idea that they have they are the one like you have to seek validation you never have to seek validation from anyone about who or who you are or how you feel and mm-hmm. when it comes to being a part of the community it comes from you it never uh, what imagine a kalpo aake if someone comes to me and says uh, you are not bisexual theek hai you are transgender or you are uh, um, see it will be coming off very bad but if, what if someone just comes up to me and says yeah you are not bisexual you are the pansexual do i have to mm-hmm. accept it no i'm not i don't feel that way i don't absolutely don't and doing basic things like cooking which is like a very very normal thing it starts uh, this is very this is really very patriarchal because people because people are men are expected to work you know go out to do work that is what they expected to do women are supposed double quote supposed to stay at home take care of the kids but that's a very patriarchal ideology that's internalized and that's that is changing every day so if mm-hmm. alok someone just comes up to uh, comes up to you and say stuff like this all i would say is don't give a shit about it don't uh, feel that you need you are a part of a community or even it, part of the community no, no, is I, a very different concept but you don't have to feel weird about something like that i get your point what my question was slightly mm-hmm. different Okay, I, I'm um, just trying to I, I'm just trying to see it from the other person's point of view. I, I, feel, I feel comfortable. Very, I feel very comfortable. What I am, I just want mm-hmm. to know what is the other person's. Yeah. Uh, how is the other person seeing me? Is it possible to? I mean, don't mm-hmm. give a damn. It's fine. But uh, wouldn't it okay. be nice to know mm-hmm. what the other person's thinking? Uh, uh, I think what other people think is their perspective, and everyone uh, is having a different perspective. They are associating 
they are associating duties with gender with uh, orientations and that's com- that's that's bullshit so Agreed. maybe some some people are uh, uh, seeing you as a man or uh, but maybe some some people are uh, seeing you as a you know any other thing that you are not see um again you said that if you're living alone you will expect it to have a house help and traditionally yeah. you will expect it to have a female house help because yeah. the society yeah. that we live yeah. in yeah. we have put women in the kitchen and in the bedroom ki matlab tum please your man and make food for your man and for your children that's yeah. again mm-hmm. ki aurat ki value hi utni hai ki you have to be a mother and a wife that it comes mm-hmm. down to and you doing work does not take away from your masculinity or make you less of a man wo to no, that is not. what I'm, we are with uh, yeah yeah, yeah. i mean of course that yeah ha huh. and the very basis like the very con- very basic concept of queerness is indiv- individuality which abhi maine pehle bola tha that yeah, indiv- yeah. individuality in is something that threatens the power structures power structures power houses will never like someone who is an individual individual individualistic person unko rules adhere karne wale log pasand hai So yeah, somebody, some people who have who put a woman's value in the kitchen, who are ingrained like this, even women, the, women themselves, they will see you as they will assume that you are queer. They'll assume that you are uh, whatever, less of a man because of what you do. But that does not, yeah, as you said, you're very no, comfortable I, with your identity. Uh, yeah. So so you you sort of hinted at it, and that's the question I'm trying to ask. Uh, hmm. the, uh, I, I don't know if you were, know the word or not. There is a word uh, which is called mauga. no no idea okay uh pansy yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so uh now see ultimately we live in a society and we have to be what i mean after once we are comfortable with, our, with ourselves we have to deal with the people around us yeah now in order to deal with those people i need to know what's going on in their minds <laughs> so in their minds who am i is what i was saying but yes you answered it it's uh, it's who i am is who i am Yeah, and it's threatening their uh, ingrained. मतलब उनको ये लग रहा है कि अरे हमको तो बचपन से ये सिखाया गया हमें तो ये बताया गया. This is what their ingrained mindset is. You are threatening that as a comfortable man, as someone who is embracing his masculinity and his duties as a person in a house who should do all the work. So you are threatening their mindset. Yeah, which is in, in the in the, in the process, I'm sort of uh, becoming a bit yeah, understood. Yeah, which is what I'm. <laughs> you're making them uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. and they're choosing to so their that's why they're trying to oppress you and trying you to get to adhere to the binary because that makes them uncomfortable because they're like are ye kya ho raha hai ye to hume kabhi bataya hi nahi gaya yeah that's what's going on so what i feel the basic gist is that it's not your problem it's like the deep roots of patriarchy and the deep roots of misogyny which has been going on in people's minds that is making you uncomfortable but if you are comfortable in yourself if you as an individual feel totally okay with whatever you're doing so i don't yeah. think it even matters what other people think i identify as non binary and like so many people come up to they like but you look like a woman and i'm like but you look like an idiot <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's how you look at me that's how you look at women that's not my problem तुम करो तुमको जो करना है स्टिल नॉन माइंडेड या या दैट्स व्हाट द प्रॉब्लम इज इतनी मतलब इतनी आई डोंट वांट टू से बट इतनी घटिया चीजें नॉर्मलाइज करके गई है ना कि इंसान की गलती भी नहीं है दे आर जस्ट यू नो दे कंडीशन इन अ वे 
कि हाँ ये नॉर्मल है ये नॉर्मल है Yeah. Yeah. So I'll give an example. It's not a queer example, but it's an example regardless. Uh, my father recently passed away, like 2020. Me, I lost my father, and uh, my mother was always yeah. My mother was brought up in a very um, patriarchal household, and then she got married into a very patriarchal household. So she has mm-hmm. always followed the rules that men around her have told her. Like my father or her father, उन्होंने क्या बताया कि इतने बजे घर आना है वो करना. That's what she has always followed. Recently, we were out somewhere, and she says. Are it's six o'clock. Let's go home. Let's go home. And I was like, Why? Who are you answerable to? If you want to stay out till seven, eight, nine, stay out. You have a car. You have a job. You can stay out. And mm-hmm. the look of like disbelief on her face. She was like, What? I can do? Like the shock on her face was heartbreaking for me because I was like, Woman, you are fifty plus years old. Of course you can do that. And she's like, Yeah, but I have never stayed out till seven. Like I always go home at five. And I was like, No, stay out with me till seven. We will be fine. And we did. And It was like it. Her brain exploded because she was like, "Wow, I can do things by by myself. I don't have to adhere to somebody else's rules now. Like not now, but like I don't have to adhere to somebody else's rules." So yeah, that that's what happens. So उनको लगा कि उनको वैसे ही रहना है because that's what she's been told her entire life for like fifty plus years. She's been living like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that feels yeah. you know uh, so good that she was finally able to you know. Uh, Have that mind explosion, while I think, but at yeah. the same time, it feels really sad to learn about the fact that how deep these things are and how it is affecting a person as an individual, you know. And it might what it might get still happening around. Patriarchy yeah. is so 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 normalized, and things that actually need to be normalized are not. Yeah, very normal. Ki are to why did you stay out till this hour? Why were you mm-hmm. wearing this? Mm-hmm. Why did are? Yeah, <laughs> I was wearing this. I wanted to wear. Like, no. Why were you doing this? Why were you doing that? People feel as if we need their validation. कहीं पे भी कुछ भी करोगे, whether it's your career, whether it's your life, they are society in general. I don't know why people think this way. This way, ki yar, we need their validation. Like, don't know. We are fine with ourselves. We don't need your interference in our life. the mere fact that you know women are still shocked when you tell them certain things ki you know mm-hmm. yeah you can wear this you can stay out till this and they're like oh really aisa bhi hota hai oh my yeah so I that was, is yeah. yeah recently having a conversation with a, a my professors about cisgender uh, entitlement which means that so when i came out this very uh, close friend of mine When I came out as non-binary, actually, not when I came out as bi. Then, so everybody was like, "Yeah, yeah, we knew." But when I came hmm. out as non-binary, this very close friend of mine goes, "Ishita, this doesn't make you any less of an amazing person." Very seriously, doesn't make you any less of an amazing person. And I was like, "Yeah, I know. Yeah. My identity doesn't. You <laughs> validate? What are you doing? I know this. They think that wow, I mean, we have validated them. Their life has become. They're like, "No, no, this doesn't make you less." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. Thank you very much." and like straight people will post stuff like oh happy pride love is love you will always be welcomed by me cool but like will other people welcome me because i don't give a shit if you welcome me or not but i want to like mm-hmm. exist without the fear of dying that's what i want they will put like rainbow eye shadow and be like are i have ended uh gender roles i have ended <laughs> homophobia recently when this whole thing happened with komal pandey and what's his name siddharth batra Where they were celebrated yeah. mm-hmm. by Vice India for mm-hmm. wearing quote-unquote gender-bending clothes. Hello, queer mm-hmm. people have been doing that for ages, for decades. Exactly. 
I I did this thing on my Instagram, but I was like, guys, I'm a cisgender person. I have a blazer on my father. It's over gender roles. They are over. Because <laughs> that's what I believe cisgender this people thing, think. Mm, a, this thing, you know, I... Yeah, sorry. Sorry for cutting you off. No, no, no sorry. I was cutting you off. Carry on. This thing, uh, you know, makes me, like, literally wonder how people are so, you know, amazed. Like, uh, if you would have noticed, um, opportunities are not given, okay? How many places? LGBTQ community, where you portray it, there are If someone remembers this very, very problematic movie that has recently come up, Pati, Patni, and uh, what, what's that name, Ishita, if you remember? Panga. I, Pati, Patni, and Panga. Pati, Patni, and Panga. And I was surprised. I was like, literally, no, I was, you know, in utter shock of how, thing, how, I mean, how stupid people are. कोई रिसर्च नहीं करते लोग कुछ जानते नहीं और अपॉर्चुनिटीज तो ये भूल ही गए थे दीस पीपल आर सो 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 फकिंग देन आई मीन आई रियली वांट टू रैंट अबाउट दिस आई कैन गो ऑल डे लॉन्ग अबाउट हाउ वियर्ड आर पीपल व्हेन इट कम्स अराउंड टू कम इट्स मोर इट्स बिकम मोर ऑफ अ ट्रेंड रादर देन यू नो क्रिएटिंग अवेयरनेस यू नो बीइंग सपोर्टिव इट्स बिकम अ ट्रेंड आई हैव Yeah, actually, this is this is one thing I would like say, like to say. It might offend some people, I'd say, but uh, I have seen people. Uh, no, there there are some girls who apparently think that uh, being bisexual is a uh, sexually appeasing appeasing to men. I don't know if you get it or not. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I definitely yeah, yeah. get that. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So that's also I very have, ingrained uh, in patriarchy. Yes, very, very ingrained. And what happened is there, there, there are two very things I experience a lot. I, as a bisexual woman, girls want to, you know, uh, experiment with me. Okay. And see, somewhere, uh, I as a person didn't have anyone, any to, you know, talk to about my sexuality or what, how I want to express myself, how I want to talk to people about it. So somewhere. at a certain point i'm going to be there for want to be absolutely there for them yes i'm there with you even explore but again i don't want to be a fucking experiment just because i'm bisexual that doesn't give you you know the right to you know okay can i experiment with you to do that feels so 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 weird to me and the fact that people think it's normal and uske baad se i see women out there literally some girls young girls are like i'm bisexual and he likes it and i thought and he's okay with it i'm i'm, I'm utterly surprised that they think this is a fucking kink or something like that it's very very annoying wo literally ye sab isliye karte hain ki yaar maybe this looks very hot that's why i'm a bisexual person and they are okay i don't want to you know judge them at but at the same time i can't even help it i don't know if other people have seen it but i've seen this a lot hell lot society yeah even i've seen that society can't fathom the idea of women being attracted to anyone but men क्वेश्चन that how we interact with the society now um uh, uh 
I, I, I mean, this is going to sound very offensive to you guys. I know, but yeah, just it's put okay. up with Please me for a while. Ask right? uh, now, for your time. Ah, yeah. Don't be scared of offending us. We know your intentions aren't bad. It's okay. Yeah. Say however. You yeah. Want. So, so uh, when when you uh, uh, when you are confronted by uh, uh, heterosexual uh, patriarchal person, mm-hmm. my I I will see it as he's not a bad guy. He's a patriarchal guy. Right? There's a difference between being a, being a bad guy and there's a difference between being a patriarchal guy, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, that patriarchal guy, that's that guy sees you as an idiot, stupid, complete moron, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Somebody mm-hmm. who's somebody mm-hmm. who doesn't know what's good for her or him, right? That's how that person right. seeing you, right? Now, right. Right. Uh, queerness is only a small aspect of it, right? There are there are people. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person is not uh, i mean his life's goal is not to uh, target queer people his life's goal is to target all kinds of people who are different from him and some of the people yeah. here he's opposing are actually idiots they're actually louts and they actually need to be put down <laughs> right mm-hmm. yeah. now uh, uh, so when we are uh, so let's say i uh, uh, i as a, a straight guy right I, I, I find someone who is offensive, very offensive. And this has sort of uh, happened with me a few times. And then uh, I, I, I begin to uh, tell that guy, look, dude, you, you, you're going out of line. Just stay in the, and then, they, then he gives me that look, okay, are you doing that because I'm queer? And then I sort of back off. What is your, uh, I'm sorry, but what is your definition of offensive? Like, what is the thing, offensive thing? Like, can you give me an example? Because my definition, of, I so am very, yeah. So um, uh, there's this uh, colleague I had in, uh, uh, the, um, in, in my office and quite clearly, um, I mean, we never, uh, 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 I mean, he, he didn't, I mean, it's not like he was hitting on me. That's not, that's not how it was. But uh, uh, we were having a, uh, we, have, we were having an edit meet and uh, I don't even remember properly how it was. So I, I, I just told him that uh, stop being an idiot, stop being, a, stop being a weirdo. And then it suddenly, everybody else knew <laughs> what it was. And it just, uh, so no. I'm actually mixing up two things here, but this was uh, this was one aspect of it. The other aspect I was trying to uh, bring up was what happens. Uh, I mean, uh, do you realize that uh, uh, the person who's having, uh, uh, the, let's say, uh, an old older person in, in a in a family or uh, uh, an office setup who is uh, who, who's supposedly having a problem with uh, a, a queer person. Is is, is uh, he gets a lot of support from people sometimes because this guy also puts down people who are very offensive and uh, need to be put down, and this guy is unable to differentiate between. See, you, you get what I'm saying. For him, queerness is not yeah, queerness. Uh-huh. For him, queerness is a is is one part of a broad category of offensive things. Uh, look, I'm trying to uh, understand your question, but by far. Uh, what I'm trying to figure out yeah so basically you're trying to say is that if a queer person is <laughs> calling you offensive 
uh, so the, the, the two th there are two questions actually i'm okay, i'm okay. into separate eh? these are two separate questions one is one was okay. that that uh, i i get into an argument with a queer person and then uh, i i feel okay am i am i out of line here the other thing is the other one the thing that I talked about this person who's sometimes calling you uh, who's targeting you for your queerness is probably not targeting it your queerness he is targeting in general everything that is I mean, he's also targeting a, uh, a person of a lower caste. He's also targeting uh, somebody who's, uh, I mean, if he's an editor, he's targeting photographers. If he is a photographer, he's targeting graphic designers, you know, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so I'm, I'm basically saying that uh, uh, I, I'm trying to look at it from the other person's point of view. That he's not, uh, do you think probably he's not targeting queerness? He's targeting something bigger and we are getting caught in it hey, um, i would say most of the queer community across yeah. the world not even just in india most of the queer community gets uh, like faces micro microaggression every single day for our identity mm -hmm. most of us yeah. so for us the default is okay they're probably behaving this way to me because um, i'm a queer person because there are people who do like that there are people me personally yeah. who've taken away opportunities for me because I am a non-binary queer person because they don't want uh, quote-unquote someone like me to later accuse them of something if they go out of line and also because as a human being in general you refuse to uh, change your ideas and your mindset so if I tell you hey yeah. you calling for example I'm just example I'm not attacking you if I say hey yeah, you yeah. calling me a weirdo gives some like homophobic undertone so if you could not say that if i say something you'll instantly go in defense mode. no no but i'm just calling you weird because blah, blah, blah. so you won't generally people won't listen mm -hmm. and more often than not queer people are outnumbered by straight people so there will be one yes, gay always. person and like 10 straight people and then 10 straight people like nahi, nahi, usne to ye nahi bola tha. you are just overreacting and that yeah. just yeah. goes into a cycle so that is why it's like the first reaction of most queer people is okay you are attacking me for my identity fuck you mm -hmm. second no, it's not yeah yeah secondly it's not a responsibility i feel as queer people to um like, like take care of people who are being oppressive towards us like okay you have all these ideas about other things also but that's not my responsibility my responsibility is to not have you be offensive towards me and my community and I will correct that. Baki tume, if you have all the if you are just a terrible person, that's not my job to correct you. My job is to mm -hmm. ask you to not be an asshole towards me and my people. I mean I'm sorry, my language is very harsh, but yeah. Because I'm tired of teaching straight people how to Even, be empathetic. Yeah, I, I'll just uh, you know add something here. I'll add two kind of things here. First is uh, see if I am uh, I'm a bisexual woman and if you call me, uh, you know, if you call out me for my work, I can't just come up to say that you're homophobic, right? Because um, my gender, uh, you know, my sexuality is, um, I'm not just my sexuality, if you're trying to get what I'm trying to say. But at the same time, see, people are different. Now there's this one influence, I obviously won't take her name. And what they do is uh, people just out to learn, they, they want to learn and they ask them in their DMs, Ki, uh, can you explain me the difference between that? But but they get very easily offended. He gets offended and now as a person, even I'm a bisexual person, I'm a part of the community, I kind of feel bad that maybe that person's intentions are not wrong. 
but at the same time maybe that person is already done with this bullshit they're like no i don't want to do this this is affecting me and maybe that's where they lash out their anger so these two things that many aggression wala thing which ishita told is very true people are done uh, maybe at one point ishita will be like Ki, see i don't want to educate you all no more anymore i'm done with that why and that person also did the same way they were like Ki, just go to google just search it why are you asking me but at the same time maybe people want you know that person's irrespective that person's point of view and at the same time and uh, this this uh, very thing alok maybe that person took it to himself or his identity and i may be wrong here but what i feel is that you're uh, you're not just a bisexual person you're more than that we yeah. are trying to we are uh, this is uh, you know very very controversial in such a way because yes we are oppressed people try to be dominant towards us and yes the, 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 there is that 1 to 10 ratio so that is why we can't actually help saying this stuff ki yes i am a bisexual person you need to understand because people tend to you know not even consider that anything now it's it's a very basic thing but at the same time people if if a person is just you know ki all i am is my sexuality that's also wrong so i hope this somehow answered your yeah. question and is answer okay. is sorry may i continue uh, my pronouns yes, yes. are deshi right and uh, people mostly in professional settings just started addressing me by only she her pronouns and if i say that you know my pronouns are they she could they are dual pronouns could you please use both and i explain to them how dual pronouns work <laughs> and explain to them they just go are yaar but she bhi to hai na i'm used to calling you she her pronouns oh. and then the other 10 straight people are like ha we are also used to calling you by she her pronouns that is an act of microaggression but they are seeing it as par hamari to aadat hai ye karna even after i've explained that hello this triggers my trauma ye hota hai ye reasoning hoti hai उसके बाद भी दे वांट टू दैट आल्सो आई विल गिव यू एन एग्जांपल ऑफ क्रिटिसिज्म एंड हाउ इट वेरीज इन दैट सो बिली पोटर ठीक है बिली पोटर इज अ ब्लैक मैन ही इज अ वंडरफुल सेलिब्रिटी एंड ही वोर अ ड्रेस टू आई थिंक द ऑस्कर्स आई डोंट रिमेंबर ही वोर अ ब्लैक ड्रेस ऊपर टक्सीडो एंड नीचे अ बॉल गाउन टू द ऑस्कर्स एंड ही लुक गॉर्जियस व्हाट डिड द मीडिया डू दे टोर हिम टू श्रेड्स फॉर वेयरिंग दैट why is this black man wearing this what kind of outfit is this mm-hmm. if what does he had he was torn to fucking shreds for his his outfit big deal wearing a ball gown and a tuxedo koi baat nahi pehen sakte hain but he was torn to shreds for that i think vogue also played a story i'm not sure on him second simil then what happens mr harry styles an unlabeled and billy porter is an openly gay man harry styles mr mr harry styles unlabeled man who says that he's part of the community but he doesn't label himself a white cis het cis gender man uh, who's unlabeled wears a dress for whom for vogue for vogue america and he is boasted oh my god first man to wear a dress on vogue's cover so that it comes down to billy porter is a black gay man harry styles is a white unlabeled cis man and you are criticizing one person more than the other which comes down to sl- some amount of racism because why is billy wearing a dress worse than harry styles wearing a dress why is one person getting criticized more so if you ask someone they be like no no because billy porter was wearing a boring outfit and oscars and harry styles did a photo shoot they will give that explanation but inherently to same thing right two men wearing the same outfit a black man a gay man you have a problem a cis man a, an unlabeled man a white man you don't have a problem right can That's- i add something to this so sure. so uh, i i saw a ted talk yesterday it was uh, 
about trans uh, and black people so there was a fact that out of uh, if out of 25 murdered people 18 are trans and black so racism is a big big part of this yeah racism in the us and uh, casteism in india dalit queer people are attacked more than upper caste queer people rishi raj he is one of the most iconic um, dalit queer people in india on social media but if he wears a dress he gets shat on he gets so much crap for that he is called homophobic slurs mm. caste slurs he is asked to clean washrooms and what not usko pata nahi kya kya bolte hain and he's like mm. he death threats people showed up to his house and stuff i think at one point on the other hand siddharth batra straight man straight cis man apparently straight cis man he was addressing people like wow you are destroying the gender binary what is this why is there a distinction between an upper caste cis hat man and a, a dalit hmm. queer man the dalit hmm. queer person i'm sorry so uh, as someone who's uh, uh, i'm sorry my my um, awareness about the queer community is not very uh, much and i'm hoping to sort of learn a few things here uh like there there are various suburban groups in, in everywhere that we go and uh the the queer community is obviously uh, one of those uh so yeah, how, how how does queer person see himself does he see himself as just another uh, suburban community or uh, uh is, is it different um i feel as everyone has it it's different for everyone it can be explained the same way Uh, for me, it's not uh, nothing is about just my sexuality, and maybe it will be different for Ishita. Maybe it will be different for some other person. If that explains it. I mean, as a member of a community, uh, if I'm a Dalit guy, that uh, <laughs> there is a uh, there's a certain uh, way that I'm treated, and there's a certain way I respond to that uh, mm-hmm. uh, oppression. Uh, so. Uh, Are, are there learnings from uh, other supporting communities, or is for the queer community is completely their own experience, not separate from other uh, supporting groups? Queerness is again an individualistic thing, so it depends on how one mm. person sees themselves. For some people, like for me, my very existence is an act of rebellion against uh, all the trauma that I was been put through and how society sees me. My very existence is an act of rebellion because I was not supposed to. grow up to be who i am today but i did and that is something i'm very very proud of and i'm very very open because i don't want other kids uh, who are like kids now to go through that and i try to i i try to be as open as possible so that someone somewhere around there sees me and goes oh, okay it's normal it's cool and then identifies themselves so themselves soon and doesn't have to go through that trauma but on the other hand some people are just queer and whatever their identity is they keep it at that and they don't feel the need to even come out which they shouldn't and they keep it to them they like don't make it a as big of a deal as someone like me does a lot of people hate comments i get you you make your queerness your entire identity i'm like ha ah, theek hai i do my identity i can do that mm. yeah this is just how we have to you know we just have to educate and keep evolving as time passes there's nothing we can yeah. i mean yeah. we can do a lot about it but change will happen mm-hmm. at a pace yeah. a lot yeah. of responsibility yeah. is placed on queer people but it should be on the Like the quote unquote majority, they should have the responsibility yeah. to educate themselves. Yeah. But how may they learn? Exactly. Okay, so on that note, we have to end today's discussion. As much as it breaks my heart, we are time biased. I think I have, I have a thing to say. Can I? Sorry to um, cut you. Yeah, that's okay. We yeah, just I'll, have I'll a minute left. Short. Yes. Okay. So I I want to say that gender orientation and everything is 
it's it's dividing us we need to understand that we are just humans and we need to look beyond everything we need to see that we are just humans and consciousness nothing else yes exactly that's just, like everyone is just human like it i don't think your sexuality is something by which you have to be demeaned or something like that it's just human yeah. everybody is the same if like if i like a man if i like a woman that's completely up to me that's my decision mm-hmm. not somebody else's right okay so it was great talking to you guys and thank you for educating us thank you for making us aware about our questions and giving wonderful answers thank you and we'll see you again hopefully thank you thanks to you thank you thank you thank you have a good day and night okay bye bye okay bye 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 guys Thank you.